little place like the cube. And I'm Anna. And we are ACAD Productions. Get ready to nod your head and laugh out loud as we bring an unfiltered perspective to black life in predominantly white spaces. So, welcome to the Head Nod, Season 1, Black Life at a PWI. I'm a black girl at a PWI. Been a hell of a ride, but I keep my head high. Got my books. Got my notes, wrapped up here, and I won't lose hope. I'm a fighter, I'm a scholar, I'm a queen, like my mama, black excellence. That's my game, I'll rise above and break the chains, cause I'm a black girl destined for fame. y'all that's how we gonna open every single episode i hope y'all are giving mad love to our writer chat gpt who be dropping them bars (laughs) family family (laughs) welcome to the head nod acad productions in full effect what's going on adele what's up anna ad anna deshaun (laughs) we really did it we really starting this podcast we're here you know what's funny is that I usually say we're here, we're queer, but you're not queer. So that listen, <laughs> that don't work. <laughs> Family, we're so excited to bring out this podcast. We've been working on it for such a long time. We had this idea, and we then when we started talking about it, we had like all these similarities. Like our undergrads, all the colors were blue, and like we had so many similar experiences. We like we should make this into a podcast, right? It feels good to be able to kind of talk about the other side of the college experience. Like, no knock against those that went to HBCUs, but like, you know, when you gather and and everyone's talking about them and we're just like, "Uh uh-huh. Like, we went to school. This is just a different kind of school. (laughs) (laughs) It's true, though. It's true, though. We all know why. You know, this is not an anti-HBCU podcast. This is just a We Are Here To podcast. And everybody didn't despise or hate their PWI experience. You know what I'm saying? All experiences have their moments. All experiences are not perfect, but they're ours. And we wanted to create a space where we could talk about our experiences at our PWIs because it's worth talking about. And honestly, so much of it is funny. Not all of it is a sad, tragic tale. Right. (laughs) But let's take them back a little bit, Adele. We actually met at the Black Pod Festival in Atlanta. Yes, we did. I was looking for you, apparently. <laughs> you <laughs> know. Did you know I was looking for you, too? You uh-huh. was not looking for me, because you, you... I you, was looking you, for everybody on that panel, because that panel was the best panel of the whole festival. So let's rewind it, a little bit at that festival, right? So I remember I got there, and I was all like, yay, Black people. Um, And so, like, it was just like magazine or brochure or whatever that shows you all the speakers. So I had posted a picture of the one with me on it and my boss, Chris, was like, you see that? You see her on the bottom? Anna? I didn't even see you in the picture. <laughs> Find her. We doing stuff with her. Get get to know her. I'm like, okay, I could do that. Like, I didn't even notice you were on the page till I posted it. He was like, her. you that, heard that, that, right? That one. <laughs> Y'all heard I, that, right? I was up in myself. She, I'm, out, I'm she, outside. I'm outside. <laughs> she didn't even know who I was, but I knew who she was. You understand what I'm saying, family? Whatever. Okay. 
I'm just saying, <laughs> COOs of major media companies. You know? Oh my God. Don't be, don't be so knowing this little independent creative anyway, But it was so cool. Like, cause after I did my panel, which was like on the main stage and cool. And then I saw you and shout out to y'all and branding. Cause you just, I wouldn't have known if it was you. Cause you know, you showed up with your mask and I just see eyes and I'm like, who's that? And then I see the cube logo. I'm like, oh, I've been looking for you, sis. And but so here's the thing, family. What people know about me is that when I show up at these conferences, I I move with a lot of intention in these spaces. I come in there knowing who I want to talk to. I, I'm pretty good about that, and I also am open to meeting everybody else. But there are people there who I go to show up and see, right? Yeah. And that and this panel was legit one of the best panels I've ever Aww. seen at a conference. Period. It was about black women in podcast production. Y'all was up there sharing mad gems about y'all process and how y'all work with people um, throughout the whole course of the process. Because it's pre-production, production, and post, right? And all these things in between. And it was you. It was Twyla. It was Ayana and Ashley. Ashley. Uh-huh. Right? That panel was lit. and <laughs> And I didn't know... Actually, the majority of the panel, I didn't know. The only person I knew up there was Twyla. And, of course, I wanted to meet her because we had talked before. But I wanted to meet all y'all. So I was ready for that panel, yo. No, it was cool. It was cool. And then I will say when I met you and I was like, hi. I was like, give me a hug because it was all love. It was all love from day one. Yeah, it was. And if you know me, you see me to these conferences, I do be having my mask on because COVID is still Locked real. down, okay? And I do not play them games. <laughs> not in no big spaces, yo. Not in and them I'm, big spaces. <laughs> in them big spaces, I just be like, what is happening here? There's a lot of germs. And it's so crazy because, <sighs> like, after that, we became really, really cool. And then, like, yeah. you know, we'll text occasionally. And then, like, after we saw each other in Dallas, that's when we started texting a lot more. And we, like, locked in. Became one of my favorite podcast people. The first yeah. thing I said to Anna when I saw her in Dallas was like, all my mask broke on the flight over here. <laughs> you did. You did. All your masks broke. I was so mad. I went through five masks in like a three-hour flight. Like, what? <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> Facts. And it was in those texts that we started talking about our experiences and life and just getting mm-hmm. to know each other. And that's where the PWI piece really started to bubble up. And we just everything we said was like, me too. And it was like, me too. And I'm like, oh, snaps. And here we like, are. We got to talk about it. We got to talk about it. We got to talk about it. So let's rep our school. So Adele, what PWIs did you attend? Penn State. Okay. The Penn State University. Yes. Okay. Yes. Nittany Lions, home of the Nittany Lions. Yes. But yeah, what, what schools were? You went to two. So yeah, tell us about yours. Yep. Drake University, DU, the Bulldogs of the building. And then I went to Ithaca College. And no worries, people. No one knows where Ithaca is. It's in upstate. <laughs> it's in upstate New York. <laughs> What's the mascot at Ithaca? I have no idea. Oh, no. <laughs> That's how it is when you're in, like, your master's programs. Yeah. I was in grad school. I was barely on campus. Um, I never went to any games. It, I wasn't. They are not an athletic school like that. I, yeah. So I actually have no idea. I should Google that, huh? Yeah, you should. You should. Well, you know, like you said, you were in a grad program. So it's like you were in doing what you had to do and then getting up out of there. So I get I, it. I spent. Yeah, I spent so much time in the commons. That's what they called it with, like, the people who live in Ithaca. Because that's what you do. Yeah, we got to talk about the Ithaca people at some point. Oh, the hippies. (laughs) (laughs) It was a great experience. 
So, you know, like, while we're talking about our schools, and I think it's important because, like, we all face that question. What school will you go to and why? What made you pick a PWI and twice? So I I remember being very clear that I wanted to go to a school where it wasn't just all black people. As I had gone to, you know, grammar school and high school were in all black communities. And I had a very diverse experience growing up and my parents were very intentional about that. But at the same time for undergrad, HBCUs just didn't speak to me like that. I also wanted to go to a school that had like a really dope communications program. And for me, that was way more important than whether it was HBCU or PWI. And then it it comes down to the money. And they had so much money given to, you know, black students because they wanted to have a more diverse campus. And so it just worked out that way. Yeah. No, I definitely understand that. Like, I grew up in D.C. So, like, D.C. gets a lot of, we're not a state, okay? Just throwing that out there. Because people are like, what state? D.C. is not a state. It's a district, okay? So. Right. Um. But there was an added benefit, though, because, like, how does that work for out-of-state, you know, tuition and different things? So it was a lot of D.C. government-funded programming that would pay, like, give you extra scholarships for going to school out-of-state, you know? So I was like, okay, first, like, looking out-of-state, because then I'm in D.C. We all know the HBCU here is Howard. I was not going there because all of my classmates were going there. I did not wish to continue high school 2.0 at, at the college level, like there, or they were going to um, North Carolina A&T. I didn't, I didn't wish to go to a DC, the DC vibe. I wanted to get a different experience, but I was like, similar to you. Um, the way I saw it was like, okay, you know, I've, I've went to a fairly diverse high school, but I want to try to just kind of go somewhere where it doesn't necessarily look like me and see how I can manage in those different spaces because I'm going to be in those spaces in the work workforce. You know, it's not going to always be a bunch of, you know, black folk. I would love that. You know, I work, I would love to work for minority owned as I do. You know, I would love to be in those spaces, but I'm like, how do I kind of function in a space where it may not be all black people? Let me learn those lessons now. Um, and so that was a lot of my reasoning. And then also, um, like you said, the money, like uh, it was, it was scholarships being offered. Um, you know, I had saved, you know, a lot. My parents had saved a lot, but still at the same time, there were gaps. And, you know, you think about the first year, I think, when you're looking at money, but you don't think about all four and you need to get through all four. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> hopefully. Um, so, like, I felt like out of all the schools that were looking at me, like they offered, you know, a fair amount of scholarships. And then also, like, I just always used to watch Penn State football. So I was like, yo, I got to go where the Lions are. I got to go with the Nittany Lions. And that's how I ended up there. Yeah. Nice. Now, did, now, do you remember your acceptance, like, letter or experience from Penn yes. State? Yes. <laughs> so I was a bit of a, I love my high school experience. I went to an art school here in, in D.C., but I was ready for the next step. Like, I was like, okay, high school did that. <laughs> Time to go. You know, like, what's what, what's out there? And so I didn't know that like, like early admissions was a thing. So like, I just got a lot of, I was really close with my counselor. So I got like a lot of um, application fees waived because she used to have like the little coupon for her. I used to just put that and I was just applying to like all these schools. Like I got accepted probably to the most schools because <laughs> I was applying. <laughs> I was just applying. Um, 
But I didn't realize that it was the acceptance letter. Okay. So this is this is the difference between now and then. Like now you see kids like looking online and it's like reading and it's like, oh, gathered around the computer. No. Okay. You knew you got in based on a thick envelope or a thin envelope. Okay. Thanks. So that was it. And my first acceptance was Penn State, but I didn't know about the thick envelope, thin envelope. So I remember my mom, I was on my way from home from school. My mom called me. and was like, you got some mail here from Penn State. And I'm like, okay. They have been sending mail all along. Like, try. they have all these different campuses. Try this campus, that campus, or, you know, try apply here. I'm like, uh, probably some more just random recruitment stuff. And mm-hmm. then I got it, and, like, I opened it, and it was like this, this, it didn't, like, officially say, like, congrats. So, like, it said congrats, but it didn't, like, say you are in. It was like, you know, sign up for your meal plan and check out, here's a room and boarding packages and da 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 And I was like, what does this mean? Like, I was just, I was looking for, like, the specific, like, one line. And I was like, mom, like, did I, why are they sending me room and board? She was like, because you got in, dummy. Like, she was just like, <laughs> duh. Like, and so she was so excited and she, like, tackled me. My mom was, was very playful. Um, She tackled me and was, like, tickling in me and I was just laughing. And we just had this, like, joyful moment that I always cherish um, with my mother and she was just like, you go going to college. Like, you got in. And I was like, what? So we just started reading more and more. And then, like, finally we did say where, see where it said, like, congrats. I got the, pa- I guess the papers got scrambled when someone was filing them. Whatever. But, yeah, it was just, like, this really joyful moment and, like, surreal, I think, to just kind of describe it best. Like, yo, like, I'm going to college. I'm going to the school I wanted to go to. Now let's get this money to pay for it. Let's get more scholarships. And, you know, even then I was like a holdout to see what other schools may offer more money, you know, like just in case. Um, so that that was a lot of that experience. What about you? What, do you remember your process? Thick envelope, thin envelope? Definitely thick envelope versus thin envelope for sure was a thing. And I didn't apply to a whole bunch of schools. I I was I was clear about a few that I wanted to go to. I always wanted to go east, but the money, the financial aid packages weren't great. So I wanted to go to Hofstra. Okay. So I've always I've always been obsessed with New York. So I was like, let me go to Long Island. They also had a good like women's basketball team, and I was like, they also had a communication school that was really good. I was like, but they didn't get no money, and Long yeah. Island is hella expensive. Um, but Drake, on the other hand, they came through. I will never forget this <laughs> recruitment tactic they had. So they sent in the mail. In the mail, I got this thing that looked like a pill. It was round. And it was like an inch thick. And it was like, it had came with instructions, like drop me in water and, and watch me come to life. And we were like, what is this? So I remember getting a bowl and dropping it in there. And then after a while, it just starts to expand and it expanded into a t-shirt, G. And this t-shirt had like signatures and said DU and like why you should come to Drake University for school. It was the coolest coolest recruitment tactic after that like how do you be like like what (laughs) i'm at least coming to the campus yeah you know i'm at least coming to visit it was such a cool thing and my basketball coach um one of my basketball coaches at the time had gone to drake too and she had encouraged me to apply and, and attend. So it was it was dope to get accepted. And they had financial aid packages that made a whole lot of sense because yeah. private education is expensive. So 
that was it was just dope. I was like, oh, they must really want us there. Nice. So had you you hadn't visited the campus yet, right? No, I hadn't visited. Oh, okay. Yeah, and not at that point. So it was it was pretty cool. But when I did visit campus, I felt so much black love. I was mm. like, oh, I think I'll be okay here. You know, there was a black cultural center, and it felt like there was a really strong presence of black of the black student body that felt very supportive. And I had, and I met a few people, of course, and people were very kind and they would like, come on. They would like, it's, it's not all, you know, what is it? It's it's not all going to be a walk in the park, Mm -hmm. but we got each other's backs. And that's how I felt. Like community. Definitely. Definitely a lot of community. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I remember uh, when I first visited and I felt, similar like I felt like okay I could do this you know like it's it's a little community within a community you know but then at the same time like it's like a nice campus it's very like the class sizes because I went to one of the um the branch campuses so like I'm like it's a nice size you know I, I feel like I can adjust well you know and I feel like I'll be good I feel like I'll be okay I didn't get a pill to drop in water. Like, what? <laughs> you know, it's funny. Like, I did want to go to Penn State, but actually Northeastern was my number one because I wanted to do journalism. And, like, okay. they were like, no, ma'am. They were like, no. <laughs> <laughs> just like, they said no? You got to know? no. They might have uh. just literally just put the word N-O just on a piece of paper and just sent it. The, that denial was like, no. Wow. Thanks. Wow. Thanks. <laughs> no. <laughs> Party on at this PWI. All right. So you didn't know Rock On, you know, Wayne's World. We're 90s kids. We're old. <laughs> er, we're older. I was about to say, I ain't old. <laughs> older. I only got. But One yeah, great hair now. This is this is a, this is something that we're gonna do each week with like our guests and like talk to them about some of the music that they discovered while attending a PWI. Cause you know, music moves all of us. And I know it's some go-tos on every campus <laughs> that we there didn't are know some about go- until we got there. There are some go-tos. So every show, we're gonna ask our guests what was that one song that you learned while attending a PWI that you did not know. Mm-mm. Before you step foot on that campus, and yes. y'all, people talk <laughs> about the culture shock. And let me tell you, music is a big part of our music culture. Is a huge part of our culture, and it's, it's yes. some staples in other communities that we didn't know about till we got Gee. to these PWIs. Okay, G, there's so much. So Adele, you gotta tell us what was that one song for you? <sighs> Party on! It's hard because they they lived. And breathe the journey. Don't <laughs> stop believing. Right? Well, yeah, something about a boulevard. Sister, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Yes, I know that whole song, okay? <laughs> just a small town girl. I know the whole song oh, now, okay? Living um, in a something world. <laughs> a lonely world. Uh, yeah, I can't yes. sing. Yes. But the song that surprised me that I didn't know was a real song was okay. Cotton Eye Joe. What? 
He didn't know it was a real song. What? You did Uh, prior to PWI? Yeah. I I had never. Okay, I've heard the Journey little riff a little bit before. Okay. But I had never... I didn't know who Cotton Eye Joe was. I didn't, I didn't know. Let me tell you. And that song is long. Okay? That song it goes is long. on and <laughs> it on does. and on. And what is he saying? Like, what? I've been married what? a long time ago. Where did it come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Cotton Eye Joe. No, no, no. Right there. That's the question. Where did you come from? Cotton Eye Joe. Like what? We'll be we'll be at like yeah. we do like glow bowling. Like this is one of my oh, favorite yeah. things. Like glow in the dark bowling, yeah. right? The, the pins light up and everything. And yeah. they have these video screens above like the pins that will play above. After all the journey play, it will be like twenty minutes straight of just cotton eye Joe. Okay. Oh man. And that video, it just looks so dirty. <laughs> it's just like I don't remember the video now because they. Mm-hmm. It looked how you would expect it to look. I bet. Like it just, it was like, what? I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know nothing about it. Okay, and then I couldn't get away from it. Every no. party, everything. Here comes Cotton Eye Joe walking his dusty self into the room. Not dusty. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I, I did enjoy Journey after a while. Cotton Eye Joe just got on my goddamn nerves. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know we said uh, one, but I had to. Yeah, yeah, yes. there it, it was good reason to do too. Yes, I had to. What about you? Yeah. For me, it was Sweet Caroline. Da, da, da. <laughs> oh my God. Like, what is happening? I feel it like is Sweet everywhere. Caroline is like the drunk song. Like Gee, and there was a lot of drunkenness. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of drunkenness on all campuses, but I believe PWIs are a special, extra special case. Like agreed. I did not know. I just didn't know the kegs. <laughs> there was like endless amounts of kegs. kegs and keg stands are real. Okay. There's just a lot. And yes, Sweet Caroline is definitely that song. Uh, uh, I mean, there was just, there's like, there's like the chorus you sing together, you know, there, there's like this community things that happen yeah. with Sweet Caroline. And yeah. Yeah, no, I yeah, agree. that's the one for me. By the end of it, everyone's hugging each other. And they're like, you know what I mean? Sweet Caroline, uh, 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 you know, <laughs> feels so good, so, so good, good. So, so good. good. <laughs> you know what? That's the perfect drug song because y'all you it, just sounds and then like you're feeling good because you're just wasting. Nothing <laughs> has to be on key. Absolutely nothing has to be on key. But you do have to be in sync. Yeah, like, don't. That's like the one. That's the one where you have yeah. to be in sync with each other. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we heard Sweet Caroline a lot too. That's that's when you kind of knew the party's about to be a wrap because everyone just kind of hit their peak of, of you know what I mean. Drunk. It was that moment. It was that moment. It was that moment. Play themselves out like that's that's, that's the song. Yes. Yes. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. Question. Yeah. The other segment. Click those uh-huh. heels. That segment is about when there was a moment when you were on campus and during your college life where you just didn't want to be there anymore. Like you just kind of felt like you needed to leave or it might have been a temporary feeling, you know, but like where it just kind of was something that maybe happened or a feeling or something you went through that made you feel like, okay, did I make the right decision? Should I, you know, leave or transition to another school? Yeah. So I don't know if I ever... 
probably the closest I got to that feeling was this incident that happened on campus. And it was in my first year. And we had this big event every year called Drake Relays in undergrad. And it's just really an opportunity for alumni to come back. It's like one of the biggest track meets in the country. All of the best athletes descend upon Des Moines, Iowa during the Drake Relays. And there was one event called Street Painting. And every like organization had their own square that they would paint that day. Oh, and cool. of course, there's a lot of alcohol. That's the thing. But there's a street painting. And so everyone's outside. Everybody is hanging out and, and participating. It's, it's a tradition. But this particular year, um, this black guy on campus who was on the football team, he was dating a white woman on campus. And someone thought that he was hurting her and called campus security. And when, in fact, they were dating, I'm almost certain they were dating. Security never asked any questions. Took him down. uh, Pepper sprayed everybody. It was a whole incident on campus. And almost immediately, the Coalition of Black Students, which I was a part of, organized and we organized this we basically shut down <laughs> uh one of the admin buildings and raised all types of hell there was a press conference we just had some amazing leadership um we just had some amazing black leadership from students and support from administrators around that it was the most organized effort i have ever been a part of and it was this moment it was just like Huh, this is what we got to deal with here, right? This is still like a very real thing. And this is life. And it didn't necessarily feel like I wanted to go home because I was ready for the action. Like, let us raise all types of hell in this moment. And, but it was also this moment of, okay, so how are we going to have to combat this for the next four years? Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was, that was definitely a whole, that was definitely a whole moment where I could have clicked my heels and, 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 and trotted myself back on here to Chicago. Okay. He's on down the road. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about you? Did you have a moment where you wanted to click your heels from Penn state? Even though I know how much you love you some Penn state. Okay. Nifty lions. But did, did you, you want to click did your you heels? Say nifty lions. Is it nifty? No. <laughs> what Nittany, is it? Nittany lions. Okay. What the heck is a Nittany? <laughs> that lion with, that looks like the, Lion with no hair. Oh, that's like a, actually like a real type of lion. I'll show you it. Um, I thought, why I always think it said nifty. I don't know. <laughs> We're not nifty. It's funny, but nifty, nifty. lions. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, of course, like some initial like missing my parents type situation. Especially my mom. I used to be really close, you know, with my mom before she passed. Um, but I think kind of similarly to you, it was just like, um. And we'll talk about this later in the season about like microaggressions and certain things that you deal mm-hmm. with. But it's it's interesting to hear kind of some of the parallels of what you went through. So we had this week called Culture Week. So I was head of MCC, which is the Multicultural Council, which is exactly what it sounds like. It's like a council that oversees all the diverse organizations on campus and all of them, like the Association of Black Collegians, National Association of Black Engineers, um, National Society of Black Engineers. Um, mm. Yeah, ASO, the Asian Student Organization, Trigon, which is for LGBTQ, 
African student. Like you had literally like any diverse. Yeah, it was called Trigon. Any diverse space that was of a community that had an organization. We were the umbrella board that oversaw all their stuff. So for Culture Week is basically where we would have events around campus that would highlight different things from each culture. So, you know, you can learn an African dance maybe with the African student organizations. Like they all brought something, you know, different from their culture and you can see them around campus or come into Mugabe Commons, which was our main commons event space and kind of interact with the people. Um, So we had a bunch of flyers going up and we had a bunch of, you know, we had drew out posters and put them all around campus. And then randomly one day, um, I came in to read, which was the student union building, and they were ripped down. Like, someone had intentionally, like, ripped them. I just fell falling, like, ripped. Now, everyone else's events and stuff is still hanging up, but ours is ripped. And then there were little things plastered in one of the lunch areas, little cards that said Creature Week. So... They had changed it from Culture Week, Creature Week, making fun. And so I was kind of like you. Like a part of me was like, dang, you know, like. (laughs) And I don't know that it kind of did make you want to turn inward a little bit. But then at the same time, it made you want to stand up. So I ended up, um, a lot of students, like it was like a little protest. And then also I wrote an article for our school newspaper to bring attention to what had happened. And a lot of the school administrators kind of stepped in, you know, definitely it was a lot of like media around it. Like, no, this is unacceptable. There was a whole investigation to find out who was behind it, uh, which they did find that student. And he got rightfully, you know, him and his friends got rightfully punished. It was like, who, like who takes the time to like type all this up? Like, what are you doing? Anyway, um, but it kind of like put us all on alert. Like, you know, like, okay, we, we see what you're on. We did have some allies, you know, other people, not necessarily of color, that were trying to support us and, you know, help us spread awareness. And we did get a redo to do the whole event because some people were mad and some people were just hurt, you know. And so I think that moment was like an eye-opener. And the event ended up going off without a hitch. And people we had a huge showing, like a large gathering of people, which was awesome to kind of see that camaraderie. But it definitely was like one of those situations where, you know, you don't want to be caught slipping like, oh, I thought we're just like, it's all a completely safe space where, you know, you are in an environment where there's higher learning, but it's also like, okay, I see what some people on this campus are on and, you know, we moved accordingly. Yeah. And I, and I think there's so much parallels between that and life. Um, Absolutely. And how we deal with those moments and how we move in those moments and how we choose to respond in those moments. Cause you don't escape them. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like for me, like I had kind of been dipping my toes in writing for the school newspaper, but I was like, okay, now I feel like I have something to say, you know, I don't want to just be like, what's going on on campus, blah, blah, blah. You know, like this is a thing. It needs to be addressed. It made it, you know, it got a lot of attention you know, that it needed. And I felt like that was my way of using my creative space because I enjoy writing, um, you know, to be able to shed some light on how we can be better as a whole, as a campus. And honestly, like, I was already a campus leader, but that made me want to step even more in that space, you know? 
Um, I have a question. How did you know? How did you know? And now, family, we got another segment we're going to do every show, too, called How Did You Know? Where we want to dig into, like, how did you know that this was, like, the right school for you? How did you know Mm -hmm. that this PWI was the right decision? Do you have one of those moments? You know, I did. Um... A few of them, actually, because, you know, after you go back, you're like, I got to remind myself, <laughs> like, I like it here. Um, but, yeah, I think my my biggest concern was just, like, you know, making friends and, like, adjusting to, like, the, the just a new environment, like, and, and teachers and, you know, getting a social life and making friends. So, like, my first, literally, my first day on campus, I met my little crew, um... You know, walking around campus, just wandering around. We found all the fellow black people. We found each other. Um, but I think it was just like after my parents had left, like after my first week of classes and like getting into a routine, I remember um, going to like Dobbins, which was one of our eateries, and just kind of sitting there with my friends and like laughing and joking. And I'm like, yo, this is dope. Like that was like the aha moment. Like I had been doing good so far. I was adjusted. I, you know, kind of had my own routine. I wasn't homesick. Like it was just like that moment where it's just like, I'm an adult. Like I'm, I'm out here, you know, like this, it's just like a real surreal. I know I said that before, but like, it's just this real, just like blissfulness, you know, finals week hadn't been a thing yet. So I didn't know what was ahead of me. But like in that moment, it was just like, this is cool. I can do this. What about you? I don't know if there is a moment necessarily when I knew it was the right decision, but definitely my experience of going and meeting the black folks on campus. And when when I started going to classes and we started building relationships with each other. And then we also had black faculty in various leadership roles across the university that supported the mess out of us and were such, like, they made the experience worthwhile in so many ways. I I think for me, it's just a culmination of what that felt like to be, to feel safe in those spaces and to find people who you felt like understood you. And, and wanted to make sure that we all survive. Because remember, like, I don't know if you had the same experience, but they're like, look to your left, look to your right. Oh, Somebody yeah. ain't going to be here, right? Yeah. And it felt like we were going to try to make sure that we all did make we it. We made it. Yeah. I yeah. love that. Because it's like, even though we were like, you know, culturally, we were trying to go somewhere that looked different. It doesn't mean that you don't still want to have a sense of community, you know, like right. while you're there. It's like you're kind of dabbling in both worlds in a way, but you still kind of have your people. And I love that. Listen, I'm, I love teachers, teachers and teachers of color and having that, you know, camaraderie. So I'm, I'm here for that. So... Anna, looking back, you feel like you made a good choice overall? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't do it any other way. Me What about either. you? Oh, I listen, I'm all about Penn State. I'm I'm so happy uh with my college experience and I'm happy to be doing this show with you. Yeah, it's gonna be fun, y'all. I'm so excited. So, so yeah. you guys stay tuned. For next week for our next episode thanks for joining us and we'll see you guys next week peace
for tuning in to the Head Nod Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on the Cube app and at DCP Official across social. Family, follow my sis Adele at I am Adele Coleman across all socials. And follow the coolest to ever do it, Anna Deshawn at Anna Deshawn on all socials. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. And if you really dig it, leave a rating and a review. Keep nodding your heads with us. Until next time, this is the Head Nod. <laughs>